0: Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at this same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. How the hell are you? Hope everyone's doing well. I'm going to go ahead and apologize for the state of my raspiness in my voice this week. It is allergy full fucking season here in the South. There is no other way to say it. I went to the doctor on Saturday. She's like, you're allergic to fun, sun, good times, bad times, dust, dander, your friend Jake's pet snake. Y'all remember that kid, Jake, in school who always had a fucking pet snake? You were like, Jake's mom was never cool enough to allow it. You could never figure it out. You were like, why does Jake have a snake? The thing always got lost from its fucking cage. Or what do you call it? Not, It was a cage, sort of, but it's terrarium, whatever the fuck you get the snake in. Every time, every fucking time, Jake, every Monday morning, like clockwork, this kid, Jake would come into school and say, come find my snake today. They know where all I think like, <laughs> and you're like, Jake, and the snake's name was always Toby. I said it was Jake, the snake, but actually the kid's name was Jake and he had the snake. And it was always just a random kind of real 2002 name, Toby. You know what I mean? He's like, we lost Toby. My stepdad's been looking for him forever. And you're like, I feel like there's a family dynamic in that house that needs to be worked out. But I'm only eight years old and I really, really don't have the bandwidth right now to try and figure out your, your, your family's problems. But if you want me to later, Jake, if your mom says she'll make spaghetti casserole, I'll come over and try and dissect a few things. And I'll help you look for the snake. Actually, I take that back. I will without a doubt not look for the fucking snake because that's a you problem. I wouldn't have gotten one of those as a, as a pet in the first place. There's always, you know, it was like the kid who would wear the werewolf t-shirt and have the milk mustache and grew facial hair when he was six and a half. And then there was Jake, the kid who had the pet snake named Toby, who always lost it. And you were like, you're not responsible enough. I am eight years old right now. I am going into the what? Second grade, fourth grade, maybe. I don't know how old kids are in what grade, but I know that even as a young lady, I am more mature I am mature enough to know that your parents made a horrible decision out of all the kids in this, maybe say third grade class. I could probably point at you, Jake, and go, no, he's not the one to get a snake. It was always fucking loose. It was always fucking loose and lost. And you were like, I'm not going over to your house. My mom would never let me hang out with the kid who had the snake. And listen, I'm not being prejudiced towards reptiles, reptilians. But if you had a fucking iguana at your house, you know who I'm not calling first to come to my birthday party? That kid. Maybe if you had a lizard, like a little gecko or something, I could fuck with that. You know, you put on the back of the cat and just see what happens. (laughs) Oh my God. I've been home for too long. This is unusual. I'm getting a little crazy. I've been home for a total of less than 48 hours and I'm already don't know what to do with myself. Let me get back to this post-nasal drip. Y'all, I am so fucking allergic to everything right now. Jeff has pressure washed our porch no less than six times. And it's really not worth it at this point. If you know, if you're from the South, fuck, if you're from the Eastern seaboard right now, it is a wave of green. The weather's been weird. One day it's 85, the next day it's 30. We're all just sitting, wafting, sucking in the pollen. And it finally caught up to me because I was at the Masters. I was standing under a fucking oak tree and I'm highly allergic to Bermuda grass. And I was rolling around in it, walking 10 miles a day in the Bermuda grass. And then I went to California to work. So I had to get COVID tested for all that. So negative, we're all good there. But it is like, my eyes are so crusted. I went into the doctor on Saturday and said, listen, I need a refill on that allergy nose spray. Y'all, I don't know if you know this, but if you haven't hit like an allergy nose spray, like one that is specific for allergies, I did you know what I mean? Two hits of that. Got a steroid shot and a B12 because my eye, I was so crusted over. The doctor said, bitch, you're not going to make it. And then I came down into the basement where my office is. I was zip, zap, zopping around with that Swiffer wet jet. Like, you know, I put on a little Gloria Estefan, Miami sound machine. And I was hitting these hardwood floors like a bad boy. Come on, everybody, I want to do that I know you can control yourself any longer. Feel the and honey, as i getting stronger. And I'm literally doing donuts, drag racing, Tokyo Drift. If you haven't listened to Gloria Estefan in a while, you should. She's fucking talented. Speaking of Tokyo Drift, there's this thing going on in Atlanta, and I know it's going on in a lot of different cities, and this is not like a political, you know, decree, cry. But we were coming home from Easter dinner last night and there's, there's like, I would say no less than 90 kids with the whole intersection block doing a Tokyo Drift, spinning out, doing the giant donuts and Jeff pulls up and, w- I mean, this is how you know we're getting old. Jeff's like, are you fucking kidding me? Somebody's gonna get hurt. This is ridiculous. These fucking assholes literally pulling up in a white Audi, okay? Which I was kind of like, listen, listen though. This is a least core. Do you want to kind of roll out say what's good? See what this bad boy can do? And these kids are standing around. Now, you know, half of them are videotaping it. I don't fully understand the Tokyo Drift. I think the Fast and the Furious franchise is, it went too far after five. Fast and Furious 5, bam and great. We're on like 49 right now. It's too many. It's giving, between that and Grand Theft Auto, it's giving this world a false sense of, you know, that they can go fast. We talked about on the podcast last week. Traffic doesn't make sense. I know that we all feel locked up. There's a lot of, you know, pent up aggression and tension, but I'm telling you this right now, that's not fair. You are not Charlize Theron. You are not Vin Diesel. You are not Paul Walker, rest in fucking peace. So we're pulling up. The thing is, there's about 100, 150 kids standing around. These people are doing the donuts, but also there's regular traffic. So people are stopped at the the intersection, right? Just stopped on this giant, I don't know how many lanes, okay? A lot of lanes. In front of a fucking CBS and a Trader Joe's nonetheless. Nothing really says hardcore street racing like doing donuts in front of a Trader fucking Joe's. So these kids are doing these crazy donuts and we're pulling off like Jeff can go around it by taking a side street and he's screaming, just screaming. And my mom and I are in the car like, what do you want us to do? I immediately call 911 because in a split hair of a second... I see a kid, I'm going to guess his kid's no less than 16, almost get clipped by the car. I mean, there's like 15 kids that almost get clipped by these cars. And if I was at that light and couldn't back up, and then my car almost got clipped by some dumb fucking kid named Trevor and a Toyota Camry with a spoiler on the back, all hell would have broken loose. So these kids are just like jumping in the media and almost getting hit. And I'm thinking... This is the problem with America. Guys, if you're a parent, and I I always tell you, don't let your children listen to this podcast, but let's just, I'm gonna give you five seconds. You ready? Okay, play this part for your children. Hey, kids, let me tell you something right now. It's your Aunt Heather here. Some people call me Aunt Chi Chi because I wear a lot of cheetah print. You see what I did there? This Tokyo drift this fast and furious, this uh, spinning out, if you will. I don't know how to tell you guys this. You're not Formula One drivers. Fuck, you're not even NASCAR. You guys are young. This is a bad idea because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. If you think that your friend Trevor, who drives a Toyota Camry with a spoiler on it, has the intelligence or has the wherewithal to stop the car from, you know, drifting into the back of your fucking knees, you're out of your mind. Your friends aren't that bright. And you know what you have in front of you? Little Sally, a very bright future. And I'll tell you right now, you might think Trevor's a bad boy. You might think, that's the kind of guy I want to date. He's not going anywhere. He will have that Toyota Camry at your 10-year high school reunion. Because community college, while I say is a good thing to get your feet wet in the educational system of higher learning, will be where he maxes out. Because once his sixth DUI kicks in, (laughs) he won't be able to get work elsewhere. So you know what I suggest doing? Go home. It's Easter. He has risen and you should be in bed. That's it. Okay. Take it away. I am so thrilled that Squarespace has sponsored our Absolutely Not Podcast because I just think Squarespace is an absolute gem of a service. I love them. Squarespace is basically the best way that you need to build a website. You need to build a website. You want to start a boss bay business. Squarespace has it all there right for you. Okay. Listen, from websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. Again, I cannot drive this idea home hard enough. Work smarter, not harder. Go to squarespace.com, sign up, look at their tools, look at their beautiful designs their platform to help you build your business and your online presence here's the deal. Check out squarespace.com slash absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, this is easy breezy. I love Squarespace. They have e-commerce. You can connect, you know, your YouTube, you can add Vimeo, you can add your Instagram, your Twitter, whatever you want. You can literally put it all there. Again, I built my touring website with Squarespace and it was easy breezy, no-brainer. You can connect all your social media accounts. You can also look at your traffic overflow. You own your own content. The cool thing is the analytics. So I know what's the best day to post. When am I getting a lot of traffic to the website? literally everything's right there. They've got email campaigns, you can collect donations, you can do social sharing, but to me the analytics and being able to finally be able to read, you know, your business information online so you can understand what's working on your website and what's not is just it's just so beneficial and so crucial to helping you build the best business. Again, I'm going to tell you again what you can do, head to squarespace.com absolutely for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com absolutely. So the kids are almost getting, I'm waiting just to, to see legs in the air. I'm waiting to just see legs in the air. This is a horrible idea. Call 911. And I'm like, I mean, these kids are young. They're young kids. And the lady's like, Can I help you? And I'm like, yes, there's, and she goes, I already know. Cops are on the way. (laughs) I was like, okay. Listen, I'm not being a Karen. I'm not one of those ladies who's like, I see something, but the kids were too young. I'm sorry. When it comes to safety for children, I'm calling. And of course, some of the neighbors are seeing this. I mean, these kids couldn't have been older than 13. I don't even think any of them were licensed to be behind the wheel. And I just said, God, like I literally said in inner prayer, An inner monologue. This is when my maternal instinct kicks in. If these were full-grown adults, if anybody looked over the age of, I'd say, 19, I would have been like, do you. Go fuck yourself. You're a bunch of assholes. This is going to end up on a viral video. But these were young kids. And I said, this is the dumbest thing. First of all, Trevor wasn't even tall enough to see over the steering wheel. God, you know, you want to go back. It's those Jakes. It's those Trevors. It's those bad boys in school. You want to go back and tell, tell your friends. They're not those guys, they're not going to do much better. You know what I mean? Let it go. Let it go. Let it, let it lie. They always had a very intense sense of self-confidence though. The guy with the snake was well, see, here's the thing though. Jake, the guy with the snake named Toby always had a soft side though. You know, he did. He had a soft side, misunderstood maybe a little bit, maybe a little eccentric. He probably went on to do something though. The guy with the snake still did something. Didn't really probably blossom until about 27, but he still went on to do things because he had a curious sense of adventure. Trevor, though, with the spoiler on the back of the Camry, no, nope, 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 nope. Hasn't paid his taxes and ever, period, was not allowed to go to his sister's wedding. And the details behind that, we don't even need to know, but he was not allowed at his sister's wedding try to dabble in doing some Bavarian body works. You know, he, he owned a, if you don't know what that is, <laughs> Bavarian body works is, um, it was actually sounds better than Bed Bath & Beyond or Bath & Body Works. Bavarian body works was the name of like an auto shop down the street from us growing up. Cause you would take a Bavarian car, like something from Germany. You'd take like a BMW, a Volkswagen, a Jaguar, Jaguar, Mercedes, whatever. That's what that means, I believe. From Bavaria? Yeah, sure. Great. We're going with that. He owned a a fixer-upper car shop. I mean, listen, you got to give it to Trevor. He's always been in. He's had a niche thing. He likes to dabble and tinker-tanker on the old mechanics. But I'm telling you right now, because he never even paid attention in basic accounting, he was not paying his bills. The shop got shut down. And when you sell dime bags of weed out of the Mac 2, a legal operation. And then when you're letting the youth of America come in and get their cars souped up when they're not even legal to drive yet, the operation's going to get shut down. Let you know that right now. Anyways, that's where I'm at mentally. Oh, and so I've been doing this thing because the allergies are so bad. Okay. I've been doing this thing where, you know, you take the muscle in the back of your throat. Okay. And then that dingle dangle, your your vulva, the uvula, whatever it is. And then the thick part of your your tongue. So it's a three-way, okay? Basically your vocal cords, your dingle dangle and the thick part of your tongue and you rub it together to try and itch to the back of your throat. (laughs) I've been doing that all day. Jeff was like, you've got to stop. I know you're allergic to everything. You're on Zyrtec, nasal spray. I'm going to do the neti pot. I'm on an antihistamine. I got the eye drops. I can't even go outside with becoming bubble girl. Rewatch that episode of Seinfeld. Fucking great. But he's like, you've got to immediately stop. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so sorry. I've become that person. Cause you also knew that kid growing up in school who had the allergies. So I was like, <coughs> did that. And you were like, hey, Melissa, it's enough. It was always the girl with the allergies. And then the guy with the snake and then the guy who did the, the street racing. It was always that, always that combo. The one girl with the fucking allergies, I swear to God. And you were like, you're never going to get a date to prom if you keep sucking the back of your throat like that. Or actually, maybe you will. But the way I feel right now is that if you would have taken the tail end of a dustbuster, put it in the back of my throat and taken all the cat hair that you found on the couch over the last six years and just put it on full throttle. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Allergic to my time off. And you know what? I, I feel so richly blessed. Like I'm doing what I love. I had such an exciting thing going on in LA last week, but we've been on a, a plane, a train, an automobile, a bus, a car, all of the things. And it's been nice to have 48 hours at home. But we're back on the road this week. We're going to Salt Lake City, Phoenix, Sacramento. We've got some tickets left for Salt Lake City and maybe a couple for Phoenix. I know Sacramento is a packed show. And then we're coming to Chicago and Milwaukee. Dude, I could not be more excited, more thrilled. Yo, we're like 10 tickets away from selling out the Chicago Theater. Buy the tickets, please. I want it to stay sold out on the back of that marquee. It is so insane. Go to heatherontour.com. I am so excited. I've never played Chicago before. This is an iconic historic theater. I have heard nothing but absolute rave reviews about the Chicago patrons, the clientele, if you will, the audiences. But I am so excited to be back on the road this week. I miss slinging the jokes. I miss doing the most. And then I'm going to be in LA the next week. So the first week of May it's very exciting. I'm getting to shoot a little something with Netflix. So they're having this big Netflix as a joke comedy festival. And I'm doing like a lady jam, a bunch of amazing other female comedians. And it's going to be at the Palladium in Hollywood and they're, and they're taping it, which is so exciting. Like this is the, just the coolest thing ever. So while I'm working on my own special and all that, I'm able to do some other material with some other ladies and and kind of, you know, get it solidified somewhere on tape that'll be out there, which is exciting. So these are all making steps in the right direction, which is very exciting. But I'm doing a Lady Jam hosted by the iconic Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. If you don't know, Lily Tomlin's one of my favorite, you know, character female comedic actresses of all time. I mean, Jane Fonda is absolutely iconic. But Lily Tomlin was always kind of a character actor and and got weird with things. And she has a show that um, she did a one-woman Broadway show called The Search for Signs of Intelligent Life in the Universe. And I believe Cicely Strong is bringing that back and reprising that reprising. I don't, the allergy medicine's hidden. She's bringing that back though to Broadway. So if you get a chance, whenever that opens, you need to check it out. But my acting teacher, my high school acting teacher, shout out to Cliff Jones, who was the real reason I followed and pursued my dreams, said, Heather, if you ever get a chance, you need to do that show. And so to be able to meet Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda, just this is so iconic. And I am so grateful for the opportunity to be performing too with other badass female comedians. This is going to be awesome. I do know you can get tickets to that as well. So check the Netflix as a joke, their comedy website. Sure. I'll actually put some links up too on Instagram. Come see me. That'll be a lot of fun. So we're busy guys. Let's just, let's just break this down. These are the shows we got going on this week. So we got Salt Lake City, Sacramento, and Phoenix all in three days. So just so you guys understand when I get a day off and I actually shut the fuck down, it's because I will be on in three different states in three different days and three different altitudes performing. We've got Salt Lake City, Phoenix, Sacramento, Chicago, Milwaukee, Toronto, Baton Rouge, Jackson, Mississippi, Two shows in Tampa, two shows in Atlanta. Dude, I can't wait. Baton Rouge and Jackson are going to be insanity. Go Tigers. Hotty toddy. Dude, I didn't even get to tell y'all. I met Coach Nick Saban from the University of Alabama at the Masters. Shout out to his daughter, Kristen. We were out there and um, Kristen came to my show. In Montgomery, and she's like, You want to meet my dad? I was like, Hell yeah. And I got to meet Nick Saban. It was the most coach Saban thing you'd ever expect. Hey, it's Coach. Nice to meet you. And then just disappeared. Like Willy Wonka just vanished into the woods, into the ethosphere. And I was like, that was fucking crazy. And you know, Hottie toddy, old Miss fan, but regardless, I know there's a lot of my guy friends who went to Bama who would do a lot of weird things to be able to lick my hand. So anyways, we made it weird, but great to meet Coach Saban. Roll Tide. Sure. But we're going down to Jackson and Baton Rouge. Cannot wait, cannot wait to see the ladies of Jackson. And if y'all don't know about Jackson, Mississippi, it is a hoot and a holler. And everyone there has got an attitude and money hidden away and more of an attitude. And got, they've got a great chicken salad sandwich. I will tell you that right now. And if you don't think I'm going to be trying to sneak into the Jackson Country Club, (laughs) you got another thing coming for you, Deborah. And if you don't think I'm going to be down in Baton Rouge wearing a pair of overalls and an LSU t-shirt just barking at the woods, you're out of your mind. I'm going to be eating some Raisin Cane's chicken tenders, living my fucking best life. Cannot wait for those shows. So get your tickets at heatherontour.com. I will see you guys out. I can't believe it. We're wrapping things up. It's a tail end. Get your tickets now. This will be the end. We're gonna have a good time. And then I'm gonna go get married. I'm gonna take the summer off. Really, I have like three weeks in the summer. And then we're gonna be back out on the road with all new material in the fall. That's not stressful at all. I love my job. Wow. Wow, for the allergies being thick, I just came through with a full vibrato. Come on, everybody, I want you to do that. Kung you. You can enjoy yourself. That was me all weekend on my allergy matches. Our next partner of the podcast has a product I use literally every day, and I'm talking about athletic greens. Dude, this is the easiest way to get those nutrients into your day. All right. I literally was choking down so many different pills. Athletic greens is easy, you know, scoop it in your water shh, zh- shh, zh- shh, zh- shh, zh- around with one delicious scoop of athletic greens. You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging, all of the things. It's easy to travel with too. I get the little travel packs, easy breezy, throw them in the bag, and it's just a really great way. It's kind of like a no brainer to me. You know what I mean? I just throw it in my water first thing in the morning, woof it back. Then I have a coffee, my breakfast, and I've just started my day off on the right foot. And that's what it's about. Let's work smarter, not harder. I personally consume Athletic Greens because it's just a total no-brainer and it makes me feel good. It's also nice not having to like juggle a million different probiotics and all that jazz. Everything is right there in the mix, baby, okay? Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. I always use the travel packs because I'm always on the road. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com absolutely. Again, that is athleticgreens.com absolutely to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Getting gifts can be difficult, but I've got the greatest idea for Mother's Day. I have to tell you about an amazing new service I found called FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it super easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to travel photos sitting on your phone. With Mother's Day around the corner, FrameBridge also makes a perfect gift. In fact, select gift ship next day. This is how it works. You just go to FrameBridge.com, upload your photo. You guys already have these on your phone. So this is easy breezy. Or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. Preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Instead of hundreds, you'll pay at a framing store. Their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. We love this. Plus, my listeners will get 15% off their first order at FrameBridge. That's F R A M E B R I dge.com when they use my code absolutely. Again, that's framebridge, like a frame on a frame and bridge, like a bridge. You'd go over framebridge.com when they use my code absolutely. Order online at framebridge.com or stop by a framebridge store to work with a designer in person. Give yourself a great gift if you want it, or give your mother a great gift for Mother's Day. It doesn't get better than this. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code Absolutely to save an additional 15% off your order. Again, framebridge.com. Promo code absolutely, framebridge.com. Absolutely. Dude, Gloria Estefan is A, talented, B, sexy, C, the fucking jam. (laughs) Y'all, I'm so high. Not even meaning to be. I'm just high on the fact that I took a little, you know what I mean? I didn't even do the cocaines. That's not my life. This is when you know you're 35, when you're worried about street racing. And you're getting allergy tests and you call your doctor and go in on a Saturday just to get a little of that B12. I'm like, hit me right in the back, right in that, the back of the butt. Oh, and side note, I love my doctor that I go to here in Atlanta. She's the best. But when she went to go give me a B12 shot and listen, if you're chronically low on B12, like B12 and magnesium, I have to supplement. Plain and simple. I'm very wildly low on them. Have been my whole life when she went to go give me the shot of, I think a little, sorry if this scares you out, little blood like squirted out. And she meant to say like, that's a juicy butt. But I think she tried to stop herself. And she was like, oh, that had some kickback. to it, And I was like, honey, that's because that ass is ripe. That ass is juicy. But it's because where my leggings were hitting the top, it kind of made like a, like a fake tourniquet. You know what I mean? It was like, there was a lot of compression. And I'm telling you what, I got a nice ass. I got a, you know what I'm saying? I've been working out. We've been doing leg day, butt day. That fat ass for February, that fat ass for fall, we're going into thick girl June. You know what I'm saying? Wanted to also say the encouragement that I've gotten over the last couple episodes, of y'all just being like, girl, do you enjoy the time getting ready for the wedding, living in the moment. That's what it's about. It's about being healthy. It's about feeling good. But this bullshit, I'm just sick of the bullshit. I'm sick of the societal pressure. Like you got to look like you came out of a medically induced coma. You know? If you don't lose 79 pounds for your wedding, guess what? My cortisol is so through the roof. I'm on 55 supplements. I'm seeing eight specialists. I've never worked so hard professionally in my entire life. And it just so happens that now we're going to add a wedding to the mix. So I'm, if I show up in one piece and I don't have, and I'm not doing that at my wedding because I'm allergic to life right now, then I'll be happy. But I think a lot of us are going into this wedding season and all this other bullshit we've got to honor the state in which we're at, which where I'm at right now is <coughs> and fighting street racers. That's where I'm at. I know that you guys are up to a lot more crazier shit and have been through a lot more. So we're going to get into the hotline. As always, you can call into the absolutely not line 800-213-7503. I want to hear what you guys have been up to. I miss the hotline. I miss the not line. You know what I mean? You know what I don't recommend doing? Or actually, what I do recommend doing, taking an allergy pill, turning on a little Gloria Estefan, and Swiffer wet-jetting your entire office. Come on, everybody, I want you to do that. I know you can trace up any longer. Dude, I grew up on a lot of good music. Remember? Straight up, now tell me, do you really want to love me forever? Mm-mm-mm. We used to listen to Paula Abdul. That is like one of those triggering songs that when I hear Straight Up, I remember, you know, we were in Lil Sheba or Saab and I'd be in the back seat and the sunroof was open and my dad and I would just be jamming. Straight up, now tell me. And this is before like car seats. No, we had car seats growing up. But you know when you see that generation where I'm like, we did not sit in boosters till we were 14. These kids now have a, I mean, and, and granted, safety, child car safety changes like every three months. But I remember being like, probably four and a half sitting in the back of the Saab, just buckled in loose, probably in the middle seat. So if Kyle slammed on the brakes in Little Sheba, I was going through the sunroof for sure. But I would have been fine because my last moment would have been me and my badass cool dad listening to Paula Abdul. Bust in a dream. I don't know where Let me tell you, if you know that song. Oh, my dad and I would fucking jam to that. I've been full the life to keep your love cut in the same window. He was the coolest. I'll never forget, side note, sorry, having a father trigger moment. I'll never forget when my dad sold his company and we went to go buy him a really nice car, right? And we were test driving the car, okay? And the sales guy's in the, in the passenger seat. My dad got me out of school early. I was like a senior in high school. I used to skip all the time because my dad was like, he had sold his company and he was just kind of like, can we just hang? And I'd be like, sure. I'm, I'm student body president. You know what I mean? The teachers know I'm going somewhere for college. We're not sure yet where. And I would take off Fridays all the time with my dad. We would do stuff like go to Fernbank, And I didn't realize he was pretty much high the whole time, but we would go to the movies. But the teachers were like, it's fine. You're chilling with your dad. I literally was skipping school with my dad. My mom, my dad, and I would like go to the club for lunch. And then my dad and I would play the par three. I was like, I'm going to school for theater arts. If I don't know what I should know now before I graduate, then the entire educational system's fucked. Had a good GPA. We know that the, um, the SAT scores were that of a, you know, Toby the house snake could have done a better job on those critical testing scores. But anyways, I'll never forget. What, so my dad's in the car. And he was test driving a Porsche. And there's this like this one strip of the highway, which is almost like, it's like a access road that you can kind of like peel down. Like where all the car dealerships are, you always hear people peeling out because that's where everybody test drives his car. And my dad turned on, Oh, Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. I got you in a stranglehold, baby. And literally, da-da. Okay. Listen to the song. Cause it's a very iconic song from the movie Dazed and Confused. All right. And literally he puts on the song and he goes like, and we are flying down this access road in this Porsche. And my dad, when he got in the car, he looked at the guy who's like this young sales guy, Porsche. And he goes, I want to see what this, and I quote, Bose stereo system can do turn up the song. I think he had to put a CD in because it was 2005. Turn that bad boy on. And it was like, I was in the back seat, and I felt like I was four years old again in the back of little Sheba listening to Paula Abdul. But this time it was Ted Nugent stranglehold and we are, you know what I mean? The volvula, the thing, the dingle dangle in the back of my throat, just the wind, the power from the fucking stereo system. That bass was rattling so hard in the back of that car that my throat was actually itching itself. The wind from the sunroof. I mean, I've never felt more alive. And I was like, I just fucking skipped school with my dad and we're buying a Porsche. Suck my dick. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was like, fuck you. That always to um, my math teacher. God. I have so much trauma around this one math teacher. Anyways, that's how I felt alive. He was one of those guys who was like very successful in business, but you know, was like low key about it. Like cool dude, but drove a a Lincoln town car to like, I said, dad, it's time. You sold the company, it's time to do the upgrades. You know what I mean? While everybody else's dads were buying the new money. We had little Sheba the sob. We only got rid of it to a antique car collector because they don't make sobs anymore. Like seven years ago when my dad died, this guy stopped us in the parking lot. He's like, name your price. I need this car. And I was like, take her. That's why you think, yeah, I have a leased car right now. But if you don't think that I'm keeping that Jetta because it's paid for till the wheels fucking pop off, and then I'm going to get new wheels put back on, you're out of your fucking mind. The only reason I have a leased car right now is because my accountant said it was decent to do. And also, I'm never home, so I don't put a lot of miles on a car. Do you know what I'm saying? That Jetta, though? Got you in a home baby! I'm going to do that. I'm going to literally just cruise around in the Jetta today, listen to a little Gloria Estefan, Paula Abdul, Ted Nugent, maybe throw in some Blue Oyster Cult, and then some Allman Brothers, and then I'm going to just weep and hysterically cry, about how much I miss my dad. Let's not make this sad. Ooh, that was off key. Let's not make this sad. Bam, she's back and buzzing off allergy pills. (laughs) Y'all, this is the most manic all over the place podcast. I'm just, I don't know. I'm LOLing. I like doing this. This podcast brings me joy. It's nostalgic. We get to work through feelings, work through things together. But let's get into the hotline, okay? The absolutely not line, 800-213-7503. As always, you can call in. Let's see what y'all have been up to, because I know y'all are working through some shit too. But in the meantime, between time, Tiramisubich, let's get into it. I'm proud that here at this podcast, we support you know women's health, and we base a lot of our promotions and our ads and people that we work with around women's health. And that's why I love Alara, okay? Listen, if you're having any unexplained, frustrating symptoms like weight gain, anxiety or hair thinning, hi, that's me. My name's Heather Kyle McMahon. You got it. It might actually be your hormones. That's why it's so important to get your hormones tested. But it can be hard to get the testing you need. Alara makes it easy with the most comprehensive hormonal and metabolic diagnostic tests on the market today. I used Alara. I'm obsessed. Not only will they test over 30 biomarkers, but you'll also have a 30 minute doctor visit to review your test results and find out the root cause of your symptoms. I love Alara. I mean, listen, especially if you have PCOS, okay? It's a first virtual care platform for people with PCOS. And this is new for A lot of y'all, but polycystic ovary syndrome, one in five women can suffer with it. And, you know, we've been learning so much through this podcast about, you know, fertility and our hormones and everything that's going on, but PCOS affects a lot of people. And if you don't know if you have it, or if you don't know if some of these symptoms are what you're experiencing, check out Alara. The majority either don't know that they have it or they can't get the care they need from a traditional healthcare system. But Alara is here to change that. And it's the first virtual care platform for people with PCOS. And it just got me the answers that I needed. You can use code HEATHER at checkout for 25% off your first month or diagnostic test. Visit Alara, that's A-L-L-A-R-A, health.com slash Heather for more information. Again, that's www.alara, A-L-L-A-R-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, so Alara health.com slash Heather. Everybody has that one pair of jeans or that one t-shirt that's just like perfectly worn in and yummy and you always love wearing it. Well, you know what? You know what I love putting on, which most people hate putting on, but I love putting on my third love bra. Okay, their classic 24-7 classic t-shirt bra is the number one bra for a reason. It offers unparalleled comfort thanks to every unique detail in its fit, style, function, and design. Loved and worn by millions of women, it doesn't pinch or dig and you won't want to take it off the moment you walk in the door every woman knows there's nothing more annoying than wearing an uncomfortable bra. And the moment you hit your feet to that welcome mat at your own door, you rip that bra off because it's absolutely unbearable. Well, not with third love. Their 24-7 classic t-shirt bra is the yummiest, most delicious, most worn in. It feels like a second skin. I'm obsessed with it. The 24-7 t-shirt bra is designed to fit and form to your body because every detail has been made with the ultimate comfort in mind. Ultra thin memory foam cups give your boobs everyday comfort and support. Lux straps never slip. So smoothing it looks invisible no matter what you wear. Available in cups, a through I, including Third Love's exclusive half cups. That's another thing. When your weight fluctuates, when your hormones fluctuate, the right boob could be a, a half a cup. The left boob could be two cups bigger. Third Love has just done it right. Okay. I love their company. I think they make really great stuff. Listen, feeling is believing. Give your boobs a 24-7 comfort and support they deserve. Upgrade your bra today and get 20% off your first order today at thirdlove.com slash absolutely. That's 20% off at Third to Love, that's t h i r d l o v e. dot com slash absolutely. Hey Heather, it's Tessa. I just listened to you and Ray's podcast about scamming, and it made me think of an app not not necessarily be scamming, but absolutely not to every fucking celebrity having a skincare and makeup line. We don't need it. We you we do not need it. These people do not my money. And I'm probably going to end up giving it to them. So it's enough scamming for me. Like, Hailey Bieber just launched the line. We've got Fenty Beauty. Love, Brianna. We'll give her anything in the world. Uh, Selena Gomez has a line. And it's just like, it's enough. It's a fucking enough. So, uh, I mean, but obviously if you came out with anything, I would buy it. Tessa, thank you for coming in with that great voicemail. Totally agree with you. First of all, let's talk about scamming. We're getting scammed every day, all the time. All right. Every day. But I fully agree with you. Every single person who has a blue check mark next to them on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever, has come out with a skincare line. It's unnecessary. It's too much. Also, kind of not enough. Now, I like how you ended this voicemail before it cut you off. You were like, but if you came out with something, I'll support it. I appreciate that because I don't know if you know this, but whatever I would create skincare-wise, you know I'd fucking crush. You know, you know I'd fucking crush. And I don't know how to tell you guys this. Don't believe all the hype. Some of these celebrities just have good skin. You know what I mean? They just have naturally good skin, just like they have naturally thin waists and long limbs and long necks. I've told you this before. If you really take a second, take a step back. Look at the people at the Oscars. Look at the people at the Golden Globes, etc. They all have very long necks. And this is why I kind of feel like I may not be an award winner because my neck is short, thick, wide. Traps are beefed up, jacked up, if you will. Anne Hathaway is one of the longest necks you've ever seen. Kate Blanchett, wow. Kieran Knightley, Haven't seen her in something in a second, but very long English neck. Yeah, but everybody has a fucking skincare line. Everybody's got a a wellness something. Everyone has an oil. Listen, I love J-Lo, but I'm just going to be, I'm going to be real and raw with you right now. Absolutely not. You cannot tell me that this bitch has never had anything done. She swears she's never had Botox and she uses her J-Lo Beauty. I'm not saying that it's not a great product. I'm sure it is but come on, Jennifer, don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. Come on, honey. You've had something. You know, and it also on the other end of it, I'm always so transparent, like, dude, I got Botox or whatever. It really irks me when you also have on the other end of it, some of these celebrities who are like, I would never do anything to my face. I would never fill it. I would never get anything. But they just think a bunch of lasers are going to fucking work. But okay, bitch, you're getting a $700 facials. They put something. Whether it's the semen from a snail, you're getting something. Give me a break. Also, if you want to get Botox, if you want to get filler, do you. But don't be on your high horse that you don't get anything done. And then when you really are getting things done, like I saw Millie Bobby Brown. Okay, obviously, she's not had any work done. She's like 18. Millie Bobby Brown has a skincare line. At Ulta. I saw it the other day. Millie Bobby Brown, she's 11. She's actually of age. She is an adult, but she's got a makeup and skincare line. <laughs> 11 from Stranger Things has a skincare line. Absolutely not. We've gone too far. We've gone too fucking far. The Kardashians, that checks out. I get it. Maybe like one or two supermodels, sure. But Millie Bobby Brown, too far, America. You know it. I know it. Let her live. She's a dramatic actress. If you're a dramatic actress, you should not have a skincare line. It doesn't equate. I'm a comedian. If I were to be selling like under eye cream or zit patches, that would be a little kitschy. You know, let me fix the problem. Let me hide all the things that I'm trying to deal with through comedy. (laughs) Laugh through the pain. And that would be the name of the skincare line. Laugh through the pain. Or it'd be like called dark beauty. You know what I mean? cover the darkness beauty. Or it would be called deflection. That's it. Instead of reflection beauty, it's called deflection beauty. Deflect through humor and jokes from the real problem. I'm writing that down. Deflection beauty. And the commercial goes something like this. Do you wake up, realize you haven't paid your taxes, have deep rotting circles around your eyes because you're in a loveless marriage, but you won't leave him because his dick's okay. Deflection beauty deflect from the real problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it, right there. Just wrote the ad. It's so unbelievably easy for me. I mean, that's what it is. That's solely what it is—is is deflecting from the real problem. But Millie Bobby Brown, you're too young. That's too young. I'm sorry. I don't care if she's 18. What are we doing here? Who is the brand strategist on that? Haley Bieber. Haley, you don't need skin. You already have great skin and you're thin. If you have great skin and you're thin, everyone hates you. You know what I mean? Just say you've got great genetics. Everybody else can suck it. That's what it comes down to. Facts are facts. Genetically blessed. Yes, J-Lo works very hard at it, but she's also genetically blessed. And that's why we all hate her even that much more. Plain and simple. It's some bullshit, but it's the truth. Yeah, everybody's got a fucking line. And everybody's got a drink line. Guys, the celebrities, the booze, it's over. It's over. It's done. Oh, you came out with a tequila brand? It's done. It's a wrap. You know what I'd like to see start coming back like Goldschlager, Jaeger, really hard liqueurs. I want to see like Hulk Hogan coming out with like cinnamon stick vodka, something really just to, get your tits on fire for. Everything's low sugar, low alcohol. Whatever happened, just Jaeger bombs. You know, Logan Paul needs to come out with like fucking fire, just fire. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the, if it's grain alcohol, sugar, alcohol, it's just fire. Remember fireball? Remember when that was the thing? I can't even smell fireball. I would just have acid reflux for two weeks and everyone loved it. I was never into the cinnamon flavored alcohol. Never made sense to me. Fire, fireball. You know what I mean? Never made sense. Really, truly never made sense. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I agree. It's too much. Too many celebrity skincare. Absolutely not. You know what? Let us know when we see a genetic test. Your parents are both supermodels. They're famous actors. You haven't had a zit ever. You're naturally thin. You know, and these are the same girls. They're like, I eat seven cheeseburgers at Coachella. Grilled cheese, perfect wifey. You ate a grilled cheese? If I ate a grilled cheese, my fingers would immediately swell up so into sausages and I can't get my freaking rings off. I'm over here I'm eating the gluten-free bread, lactose-free milk and cheese, allergic to life. Yeah, but I'm going to come out with a skincare line called deflection. Deflection Beauty, Why Fix the Problems When You Can Deflect? Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, Heather. It's your girl, Sarah, from Indiana. And I would like to tell a story about me being a dumbass and about to embarrass myself as I graduated from college, which is an absolute yes. But I recently applied for a position and got the interview, did well, got the email that said I got the position and went around telling all my friends how excited I was that I got this position. And then I read the fine print of the offer email, and my dumb ass literally read everything except the position title. So, that sucks. But um, super fun that I used to go tell everybody now how much of an idiot I am and that I can't read even though I'm graduating from college. So, that's special. Anyway, love and light. Love you. Love your show. Saw you in Indy when you were here, and it was amazing. Bye. Sarah from Indiana, absolutely not to not reading the fine print, but absolutely yes to catching yourself. Now, here's the deal. I have said this for a while now. You don't tell anybody anything till the movie has wrapped, till it's in post-production, till you have already been invited to the Oscars. You don't even show up to your own premiere. You know what I mean? People ask me, what's going on with this? What's going on with that? I'm not telling you shit until I have actually missed the premiere. And then that creates an even bigger buzz where they're like, Heather didn't show up to her movie premiere. And I'm like, because I don't think it's actually happening." that kind of vibe. You know what? When they say red flag, I used to always be the person. This is what's happening. I'm making this. I'm writing this. This has happened. Do you guys know that I'm going to do a stand-up tour? And this was like, now a little bit of this is manifestation, right? A little bit of this is speaking it into existence. But I used to get one even, like I get a phone number for somebody. And I'm like, did you know? Did you know that I'm probably going to be working with Jim Carrey? And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to be working with Jim Carrey. Very excited about it. Um I actually met his dog walker at Air One and then we exchanged to see if we want to get our dogs together. But that also means that I'm probably going to be running his studio soon. <laughs> I used to do this shit all the time. And I learned you can't tell anybody anything. You got to bury it deep down inside. And even if you're like that Kristen Wig character on SNL who gets so excited, I am that person. If there's a surprise, if there's a secret, do not tell me. I'm literally sucking on the tip of my turtleneck sweater just like I want to kill everybody. And I don't mean that in like a gossipy way, but if there's exciting news, if you're pregnant, if you got engaged, if you're going to surprise a family, if it's a coming out party, whatever, don't tell me. Because I'm literally sucking on my turtleneck. Like that girl with the bad allergies, Melissa in school, you know, she'd be sucking. And she's like, I'm so excited. That would be me. And I'm still that way. If you tell me something exciting, like, listen, stop, sit down, stop, shut up right now. Didn't tell anybody, stop. Okay, I have some exciting news. I got a new job. Like I'm the person who then throws myself out of a 30 story window because I can't handle the excitement. That Kristen Wiig character of getting excited about surprises. If you don't know this character, get on the YouTubes and just do Kristen Wiig excited. That's me. I can't handle a surprise, but I had to learn because I would shoot myself in the foot. You know, when you're in the pocket and you're like, I just know this is going to happen. I've seen it. I lay in bed at night with my head on the pillow and I imagine myself doing some sort of production with Jim Carrey and his dog Walker, whatever that is. But I would just, I would screw the pooch. I would say it. It's like my mom does this shit all the time. She'll tell everybody your business ideas before even executing or doing a Google. And I've always said, mom, don't tell anybody shit. Don't tell anybody shit. Because when you're creative, you have a lot of, you know, you always have new ideas. You got to write that shit down. Another thing I would like to tell the youth of America, I thought about this the other night. If I were to speak in front of the youth or if I were to go back to my high school and tell children anything, I'd say, don't street race. That's the dumbest thing ever because you can't trust Trevor and the the Camry. And also write it down. If it comes to you, write it the fuck down. I mean, as a comedian, I'm always leaving voice memos or writing things down, but I literally will stop somebody in the middle of a sentence. I go, hold on, I got to write that down. That's a great idea. Or what was that line? I have to because there've been so many nuggets of gold, so many good ideas that I've had that I just because I was lazy, is like, I'm going to remember that. You will not remember it. You're never going to remember it. You have to write the shit down. Don't street race, write it down and don't tell anybody your fucking business until you have worked at the company for 10 years. Be aloof about it. When people are like, I heard you got a new job and you're like, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? and literally then say the old school phrase of talk to the hand and walk away. And if your aunt is like, wow, wow. Okay. Okay. That's rude. You say, stay out of my business. What are you, the feds? And just, again, we're going to deflect. We're going to do a hard deflect. You don't need your family finding out where you work. You show up. You can work there eight years. Let them wonder. Don't tell people your shit. Now I know what you're thinking. Heather, you have a podcast where you literally share every bit of detail of your information. That's also called entertainment. And it's all true. But I I know, you know, but I, I have to be very aloof on, guys, this is what we're doing. This project, these tour dates, you know, we got to be wink, wink, nudge, nudge about it. But there've been a lot of things that I've worked on for years and then it doesn't come to fruition and you just, you got to learn from your aunt Chi Chi. Don't tell anyone. Because this is what I've done. I've gotten excited about something. I've gotten really excited. you roll down, you read the fine print, and you're like, "It's Publishers Clearing House." I told you that we thought we won the lotto ones. Literally, this is such a Robin McMahon and Heather McMahon thing to do. My mom started screaming one day, screaming, freaking the fuck out. We won, We won. We're all freaking out. It was like 560 million dollars. This happened when my dad was alive. My dad's like, "What? We fucking won! My mom's screaming. I run into the office and my dad's like, don't tell anybody. <laughs> don't tell anyone. Okay. That's the other thing. If you ever win the lotto, you know what you don't tell anyone. You don't quit your job. You go to work on Monday the same way you did on Friday and you don't tell anyone. Turns out my mom had bought a ticket like the next night and was checking You know, on the back of the, the lotto tickets. It has the winning numbers from like the two nights before she was reading the numbers from the two nights before. So she's, you know, goes to georgialotto.com. And yeah, of course it's going to say she has winning numbers from a week before because they technically were printed on the back of the new ticket. She didn't win them. It was letting you know what the draw was. You ever seen that show? It's like a docu-series where it shows people who've won the lotto, how they're cursed and they lose it all. You know what you do if you win the lotto? You don't show up to get the ticket. You send an attorney and they sign the check over to John Doe, you know, Bob Smith, you don't tell anybody shit. And then maybe, you know, you work the job for a year and then you say, you slowly ease out and you slowly upgrade the house. Maybe you get a new lease on a car or you don't tell anybody, go completely off the grid, buy a house in the Bahamas and don't tell anybody shit. But you don't tell anybody you won the lotto. You keep that to the chest. Cause that's how knock, knock, knock the IRS shows up. And if you don't want to pay that tax, no, I'm kidding. Also, you always take the lump sum. They're like, we can either pay you out over the next 45 years. You're not going to make it those years. Okay. You're going to choke on a latke with some caviar on it when you're hanging out on your yacht. And that's how you're going to die. You take the lump sum, let them go ahead and take the taxes out of it. And then you take that. Because guess what? You didn't have two pennies to rub together on a Monday. So don't all of a sudden start getting greedy and say, you want it paid out. Let them take the taxes. You want a hundred million, they take out 50. You walk home with 50 million, you don't tell a soul. You walk into T-Mobile for the next six months. You eventually say, I'm having some health problems. You walk away and then you tell no. You don't want somebody riding your ass. You don't want Trevor from fucking high school finding you on LinkedIn looking for a payout. No, 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 no. Low key. It's called deflection. You do a stop, drop, and a roll, but you slowly ease out of that job. But don't tell anybody your shit until it's locked and loaded. And I know you're saying, Heather, take your own advice. I mean, I literally like was being put under to get my eggs removed. I'm like, guys, we've got one. You know, I I know I overshare. But when it comes to, I guess, maybe career stuff, my mom has no idea what I do. She's been to multiple shows. She doesn't actually know I'm a comedian. You know, you just don't tell anybody because you never know when they're going to rip it out. And I think it's God's way of keeping you humble. You know, don't get too big for your britches. The moment that you think you've gotten it, the Lord's going to come and snatch it. And I'm not saying that he's doing that to be mean because it is Easter. God is risen. God is good. But you got to keep the humility. Humility. Until you've signed the paperwork, until you've worked there for seven and a half years, you don't tell anybody anything. So lesson learned. Let me speak to the youth of America. Don't drag race, write it down and don't tell anybody your shit until you finish grad school. People are like, what are you studying? I don't know, thinking about going to grad school. You've been in it four years. Now, unless you can network, if you are actually doing it, then also kids network. Network the shit out of it. Doesn't matter, your grades aren't, they aren't shit. You need to be networking and hustling. It's not about what you know, it's about who you know. And listen to your aunt Chi Chi. God, I'm giving solid advice today. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. This is Riley calling from Greenville, South Carolina. I just have to tell you, yesterday at church, Easter Sunday, the lady in front of me didn't have shoes on and was rubbing her feet all over the carpet, just the whole service. There weren't shoes anywhere nearby. And I'm just wondering, did she leave her house and come to church just with no shoes. I'm not sure, but it was disgusting. Absolutely not. Thank you. Hey, Riley, I'm just going to throw this out there real quick. You know what? This doesn't sound like a very Christian thing to do. All right. So this woman showed up with no shoes on for the rising of Christ. You want to know what? Jesus walked out of that tomb with no shoes on too. And I'm going to stop you because it seems judgmental and absolutely not To us not reaching across the aisle, to our sisters and brothers and saying, hey, do you want me to take you to a DSW and maybe get you some new slides? Maybe the carpet felt cool under her toes. I don't know why everybody gets so up in arms about feet and whether or not they're loose. Thought about starting OnlyFans for my Wisconsin cheddar block feet. Think I'd get a lot of hits and I'd make a lot of extra cash on the side. You know? Sometimes I'm doing it right now. I have no shoes on. I love to be barefoot, loose. Let those piggies breathe. Just raw dog it. But you know what? Maybe this woman was at church because I don't know if you did this growing up, but we for sure on Palm Sunday, I would dress like Ruth or Mary Magdalene. I'd be in the white cloak and I'd have to do some like youth group reenactment and I would be barefoot walking around the church doing the reenactment, because guess what? I don't know if you know this, Riley, but people didn't have shoes back then. Sandals, yes, but not really a lot of them. (laughs) You know what I mean? And do you think Jesus was worried about his sandals when he was going to be crucified? No. So maybe the sister in the aisle behind you was just trying to really get grounded and feel the weight of the world of the fact that Jesus was, he is risen. Maybe we should be worried less about her feet and worried more about the fact that he is alive and well and God is good. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I'm sure if they had a DSW, they would have had more shoes back then. But I for sure was 12 years old, dressed on a Palm Sunday or Easter Sunday, dressed as one of the apostles. I was never Judas, always Matthew. You know, maybe she was just getting in touch with the day. Strip away the fancy shoes. You know, rub your feet against the carpet. She was trying to get a little friction for the Lord. And you know what I don't like on Easter? Judging. I don't like it. You know, I don't. I'm just saying, you know, what we need to do is strip away the pretentiousness. We don't need another skincare line. You know what I'm saying? We don't need all these people throwing this, opulence in our face. You know what we need? Get back to the root of what it is. The reason for the season. And you know what? You might have a Judas in your life. You might have somebody who's lurking in the corner, wishing you ill, doesn't believe you. Let me tell you something. You get up every morning, you put on your deflection beauty under eye cream and you look in the mirror and you say, today we're going all the way. We're going full throttle. Why? Because he is risen. And then you high five your husband and you walk out that door to the job that nobody knows that you've been working at for seven years. They don't need to know. The only thing you need to know is that you got God in your heart and you're a good person. But if this lovely lady, if this gal pal wants to rub her toes across a carpet so much so, I'm doing it right now, like Fred Flintstone. You know how the Flintstones had to start their car by rubbing their feet against the ground and literally would start sparking. If this woman is so fired up and jazzed for Jesus that she starts a fire on the two-pill carpet at the church, let her live. You know, and you got to live. Thank you both for coming to church. Thank you both for coming to my TED Talk, but we all got to simmer down. And some days you got to put your cool feet on the warm carpet and get in touch with the Lord. And that's what that's about. Riley, I hear the intention. I hear the annoyance. I get it. But you know what? We need to remember. Everybody celebrates in different ways. We also had Passover. We also had Ramadan. We all need to come together and say, what's the reason for the season? Friendship. What's the reason for the season? God. What's the reason for the season? Overactive allergies. And that's what it's about. Absolutely not to judging in a place of worship. Absolutely yes to feeling those toes on a rug for the Lord. Wow. i got to start doing some motivational speaking. Also, if you'd like for me to come speak to your youth group or your your high school or anything and talk to the youth, remember, write it down. Don't tell anybody anything and never, ever get in a car with a guy named Trevor. Just don't do it. Deflect. Deflection beauty for hiding the truth. (laughs) so good it's so good all right guys i'll be back on the road this week i will see you in sacramento salt lake city phoenix get your tickets at heather on tour.com then we're coming to chicago milwaukee jackson mississippi baton rouge two shows in tampa Two shows in Atlanta. Let's fucking go, doggy. Also coming to Toronto, doing the fucking most. Stay tuned. We're also going to have more tour announcements. So many things are moving and changing and it's exciting. Um, But I love seeing you guys on the road and I cannot wait to see you this weekend. I love you. I mean it. And as always, you can call into the hotline 800-213-7503. Love you. Mean it. I'll see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. Arrivederci.